Well, good morning everybody and welcome to our service from the Burnham Benefits for this Sunday, the 7th of February. Uh, and it is the second Sunday before Lent. Just before our service begins, we will hear some music from Henrietta. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, The first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. 
let us confess our sins in penitence and in faith, firmly resolve to keep God's commandments and to live in love and in peace with all. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, will receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And so the collect for the second Sunday before Lent. Almighty God, you have created the heavens and the earth, and you have made us in your own image. Teach us to discern your hand in all your works and your likeness in all your children. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit reigns supreme over all things, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the book of Proverbs, chapter 8, beginning at verse 1, and verse 22 to 31. Does not wisdom call, and does not understanding raise her voice? The Lord created me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of long ago. Ages ago I was set up, at the first, before the beginning of the earth, when there were no depths I was brought forth, when there were no springs abounding with water before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills I was brought forth, when he had not yet made earth and fields or the world's first bits of soil. When he established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when he established the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limits so that the waters might not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him like a master worker, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, Rejoicing 
in his inhabited world and delighting in the human race. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from Paul's letter to the Colossians, chapter 1, beginning at verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers, all things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. This is the word of the Lord. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. And our Gospel is taken from uh, John chapter 1, beginning at the first verse. 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness, to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light, the true light, which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Gospel reading from John is so familiar to most of us, especially that it is very usually used in our Christmas readings. Its very structure is reassuring. Much of it was thought to be an early hymn. Its short, balanced phrases speak poetically of the divine. We are drawn immediately by the opening words in the beginning, back to Genesis and the very first line of our Bibles. But then we're pulled up by the next phrase, in the beginning was the word, where we expect, of course, to hear the words, in the beginning God created heaven and earth. Now, you can find extraordinary amounts of ink spent in interpreting the Greek word logos. And I do not really want to add to it, since more words seem to me to interfere with the meaning. Sufficient to say that logos, word, and sophia, wisdom, and the Aramaic word memra, which also means word, were all commonly used in Jesus's world as a substitute for God. John's purpose then is to identify Jesus in these cosmological terms as the Son of God. This is far from new because as we heard in our reading from Paul who was writing of course 50 years earlier than John he said he is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and earth were created. 
And a little later, at verse 17, he continues, He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Which expresses the same ideas as John, perhaps even more clearly identifying incarnation with the invisible. Jesus as the expression of the incarnation and the revealing of God. That there is an expression of God is not a new idea either. Our reading from the book of Proverbs once again takes us back to the very beginning, telling us about wisdom. The Lord created me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of long ago. Ages ago I was set up at the first, when there were no depths, no springs, no mountains, no hills. There are many other passages in the Old Testament. We think about Job or Wisdom or the book of Sirach. And they all speak of wisdom alongside God. This notion of the word or wisdom of God is a very old idea. In Genesis again we read, God said, let there be light. And God said, let there be a dome in the midst of the waters. So despite then the yards of philosophical and theological ink uh, representing and talking about, reflecting on John's prologue, it turns out really that in the beginning was the word. is a quite unexceptionable Jewish thought perfectly woven by John, to tell us who Jesus is. And we know this really. The voice of God is recognisable to us as something ethereal, numinous. Perhaps we see it in the geese flying overhead, or when we're standing somewhere on a headland. We do not have to worry about logos or what it might mean. For we know God's voice preceded all creation. All things came into being through him. And the invisible word of God is therefore in us. It is in all of us. As John said, the life was the light of all people. The word of God is all about feeling, not explanation. Or to put it another way, the voice of God is seen by the eye of the soul. Amen. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things are made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. 
he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, and we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Let us thank God for his goodness to us. Lord, we pray for your church everywhere. And as we increasingly read news of impending reorganisation and cuts, help us to remember whose church this is. It is your church. Help us to be, at one and the same time, adaptable and faithful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we offer you thanks for the recent change in international tone that we are beginning to hear from the United States. We pray that this may be heard and recognised and have an effect across the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of all empowerment, we thank you for the notable success of the vaccine rollout. For all those who have contributed so willingly to the programme. And we pray particularly now for our local doctors, nurses and all the volunteers who are working at Snettisham. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As we mourn the departing of Sir Tom, Captain Tom, we thank you for his gifts of character, for the optimism he shared, for his determination, and that he came to be such a powerful symbol of hope for all of us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We bring before you now, Lord, those who we know to be ill, remembering always that there are so many who are not known to us. In our parish, we pray particularly now for Jill Smith, Peter Howard and John Crombie. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we do give you thanks for those we love but who we no longer see. Give us the confidence and the strength of mind to be certain that they are safe and at peace with you. On this Sunday we remember particularly uh, those who have recently died and we pray for the families of Cathy Rout, Jean Briars and Joy Bingham. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Locally, Lord, in this area we ask for your presence alongside those who are suffering from the floods and all the associated troubles. We pray that the agencies will be able to work together to alleviate this situation both quickly and effectively. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
And we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. So just before I blessing some notices to keep you up to date with my thinking on uh, services in the Burnhams, um, there's a little item on the news this week uh, which suggested that uh, uh, Boris Johnson uh, at a news conference had not been his uh, effervescent, upbeat, uh, jovial kind of self. And uh, when questioned about this, one of his colleagues, I think, rather correctly said uh, that now is not the time. Uh, to be hanging out the flags and ringing the bells, uh, we still have 30,000 people in hospital suffering from COVID. And each day there are uh, a thousand and sometimes more people uh, dying of this disease. Let me just pause a moment to keep all those families, those who have friends and their relatives in hospital, those who have lost loved ones, to keep them in our prayers. I'm minded, therefore, to uh, continue to have our services in the benefits suspended. Um, but once the schools are allowed to open, which will be contingent on uh, 
improvements in both of those dreadful figures, uh, then I will uh, open Burnham Westgate, as I've said on the uh, website and in other places, for a service of communion for those of you who would like to come. Absolutely no obligation to come, uh, even though the larger elements of lockdown will persist. So please keep an ear, as I'm sure you do, to the news and the radio. And once schools are open again, I think that might well be a trigger uh, for us to think about opening at least one of our churches. Uh, I hope this will uh, meet with your approval. Please comment freely if you would like to, just send me an email. Now we come to our blessing. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always. Amen.